An Interstate 16 closure, climbing COVID-19 numbers, and updates on high-profile murder cases. That and more in this WTOC Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. Both lanes of Interstate 16 were closed in Trutland County between exits 71 and 78 after a tractor trailer with its dump bed lifted slammed into the overpass on State Highway 86 early Thursday morning, shifting the bridge nearly six feet but the reopening of the interstate is ahead of schedule. The Department of Transportation says they plan to open the westbound lanes by Friday afternoon and expect to open the eastbound lanes by Saturday. No injuries were reported in the wreck, but GDOT needed to demolish the bridge to safely reopen the interstate. That bridge was demolished overnight Thursday and shifted the timeline up a few days. Here's what Governor Brian Kemp had to say Friday in Trutland County. We appreciate the citizens being patient. We're going to try to get this thing rolling. Uh, thankfully, it's going to be sooner than we thought. But it's also important for commerce, uh, really, and our tourism industry a lot. We have a lot of, a lot of tourists that come through I-16 trying to get to our coast, get to the uh, city of Savannah and other places to spend money and do business with hardworking Georgians. So we know that's important as well. COVID-19 numbers continue to climb in southeast Georgia as the Delta variant spreads and vaccination rates stall. The rolling seven-day average of newly diagnosed cases in Chatham County is as high as it's been since mid-April, and hospitalizations have steadily risen over the past month, according to Coastal Health District data. On Thursday, July 15th, the Community Transmission Index, which reflects the number of newly confirmed cases in the last 14 days per 100,000 residents, was over 100 for the first time since early May. On Friday, July 16th, Coastal Health District Administrator Dr. Chris Rustin told the Chatham County Commission they are troubling trends. Here's Dr. Rustin. While it's certainly not at the peaks that we had months and months ago, we're starting to see an, uh, a disturbing upward trend. Seven-day rolling average two weeks ago was 13.4, and as of yesterday, it's 30.3. We're monitoring this very closely, um, and we hope that this is an anomaly, um, but based off of all of the data that we're seeing statewide and nationally, this does certainly appear to be um, the start of, of a disturbing trend. Dr. Rustin continued saying many of the COVID-related hospitalizations happening statewide are occurring in non-vaccinated people. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson also commented on the rising numbers Friday on his official Facebook page, writing, quote, We are clearly trending in the wrong direction. Stay tuned. More to come. Defense attorneys for two of the men facing murder charges in the shooting death of Ahmaud Arbery are asking a judge to keep reporters out of the courtroom when lawyers question potential jurors about biases. A legal motion by attorneys for defendants Greg and Travis McMichael requests that potential jurors be questioned individually with no press present. They say that's to ensure potential jurors are comfortable answering questions about race and other sensitive topics. Jury selection is scheduled to begin in mid-October. Under state law, court proceedings are presumed to be open to the public, but judges can make rare exceptions. In Effingham County, three people charged in the death of two children were back in court for the first time in more than a year. Elwin Crocker Sr., Kim Wright, and Mark Wright all face murder charges and the potential of the death penalty in the deaths of Mary Crocker and Elwin Crocker Jr. The bodies of the two children were found in the backyard of their Effingham County home in December 2018. Here's the report from Thursday's pretrial hearing from WTOC's Sean Evans. This story may be disturbing to some. This is the first time since last fall that the three defendants, Kim Wright, 
Mark Anthony Wright and Elwin Crocker Sr. made an appearance in Effingham County Court. And we learned that there's a lot of housekeeping yet to be done before we can reach trial, which is anticipated to be the first quarter of next year. For the next few months, the prosecution and defense will work through pretrial motions filed earlier this year by each defendant, and there are a lot of them. I think that's 223 motions. Beginning August 27th, the presiding judge will hear motions that attorneys weren't able to resolve amongst themselves as they work toward a trial that could begin more than three years after the bodies of Elwin Crocker Jr. and his sister Mary Crocker were found in the backyard of their Effingham County home. A few months after arrests were made in the case, an Effingham County Sheriff's Office investigator took the stand during a bond hearing detailing some of the alleged abuse Mary Crocker was subjected to before her death. To which he did admit that Mary Crocker was in fact kept in a dog kennel, naked, in the kitchen, in the common area of the house, and was zip-tied so that she would not get out. She was hit with speaker wire, guitar wire, fan belts from cars. Mary's body was found in December of 2018, and she was last seen in October of that year. Investigators believe Elwin Crocker Jr. died in the fall of 2016. In February of 2020, Elwin Crocker Sr., Candace Crocker, Kim Wright, and Mark Wright were rearranged after the state decided to pursue the death penalty for the four defendants. And last fall, we learned that Candace Crocker pled guilty to murder and will serve life in prison without the possibility of parole. She also agreed to testify in any upcoming trials. We have more information on this case at our website, WTOC.com. Click the link in the description of this podcast. Two Savannah churches are merging in order to support LGBTQ rights. On Wednesday, July 14th, Asbury Memorial Church announced a merger with Wesley Oak Church. Both churches say they disaffiliated from the United Methodist Church after it voted to ban clergy members from officiating same-sex marriages. Those disaffiliations were approved by the UMC's South Georgia Conference, and members of both churches say they welcome this merger. Here's what Asbury Memorial Church Pastor Billy Hester told WTOC. We hope to be kind of an example of what we should be doing, working together instead of this climate of one opposing another. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.